0: just
1: Pizza, yeah, pizza, in western Connecticut, and uh, that's what they're serving. And we're gonna take it minute by minute, to figure out
2: why we're talking about pizza. This. So you kind of fade in on the story.
0: Yeah. Well, I was thinking about just. Julia Roberts is obviously just like Mystic Slut, extraordinaire, or whatever in this beachside town, so she's bored and reminding me of the in Cape Cod, where the locals are just waiting for the fresh crop to come in. <laughs> and, and I I suspect it was that yuppie that entered the scene there at the end that was gonna play. That's the, why
1: people go on vacationistic.
0: Yeah. For, sex tourism. <laughs>
1: It might be because, like you said, like beachside Mystic, I don't think there is much beachside Mystic. There's probably like a real rocky beach that you're not really like.
2: It's like one of those beaches from the movie Jaws. You're not even taking it There might be a little bit of beach, but mostly it's just.
0: I feel like it's more of a port weird, than, than even out-coughs. a beach. <laughs> I think
1: it's like. Yeah. yeah, there's probably a bunch of docks. Sticking yeah, there's out of you, you like, don't want to go swimming beach. in there. It's just yeah. all dead fish. You're probably not even taking your shoes off because. It's like a, it's like a rocky beach. Like they don't, uh, like you know, how they replenish sand on like like beaches, like swimming beaches, mm-hmm. like warm swimming beaches. Like, that, like all Coney that sand, Island, all that sand is brought in so you can like sit on it yeah, and walk on it.
2: Coney Island was like the first beach that famously had all of the sand brought in. It was originally a beach, but not anymore. Now it's just all artificial. Yeah. <laughs> Winsor, you want you want to tell us a little bit about what's going on with your relationship?
1: Uh, yeah, sure. So the other day, I took my girlfriend to a castle. We we walked up to the highest tower, uh-huh. and uh, there was a dragon, and it was about to eat my girlfriend, and uh, I, I stopped it. Great, okay? it's a good story. That's the story of my relationship. <laughs> Anyway, welcome to the Mystic Pizza Minute, everybody. Oh, we're keeping that part in. <laughs> sure. <laughs> this is uh, Minute 15 of Mystic Pizza, and um, I'm John Windsor. I'm David Holford. And uh, with us today is Miss...
0: Caitlin Fontecchio.
1: Caitlin Fontecchio is a um do you have a degree in linguistics or what's the story there
0: yeah i have a degree in psycholinguistics actually and i currently am just an office person but i'm about to get a job actually in linguistics soon so
1: cool cool so yeah today we brought in our uh our resident expert uh in linguistics (laughs) to talk about this uh very language heavy Well, it's a loud scene,
2: and so, you know, it's good to, there was a couple points on it where Windsor was like, well, what did did she just say there? And you were there to uh, inform.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a lot of different languages going on, all English, but, uh, you know, different inflections, uh, you know, whether it be through music or uh, many of the bar patrons that we see in this scene.
2: Well, we're getting ahead of ourselves, so maybe we should set up the scene. Okay. So um, what what happens at the very beginning of this is the car, uh, this Beverly Hillbillies-like truck, pulls up at this bar. Uh, It (laughs) contains Bill and Joe, and then Daisy and I marked down question mark. So they get out, uh, and they go inside, and they hang out at the bar, basically. And at the very last second, uh, this asshole enters. (laughs) (laughs) I said
0: fresh-faced yuppie. I gave him a little... A little Uh, nice. (laughs) A little
2: combination of the two, maybe. Yeah. So, uh, like, this scene can be broken up into two main parts, though.
1: There's them hanging out outside the bar, and then them entering. Pulling up to the bar in uh, Joe's truck, or no, Bill's truck, which um, Daisy says uh, smells like a bucket of fish. And she's like, what is that, a bucket of fish? And he's like, yeah, it's a bucket of fish, because he's a fisherman.
0: Yeah, but he's got his members-only jacket on because he knows how to keep up with the fashion
2: of yeah. Is he taking his work home with him or something, what do you think? He's uh, like, i got to clean these. It's a yeah.
0: lifestyle. It's always with him, right? Hey,
1: baby, just like uh, always free fish for dinner, you know? I would yeah. do that
2: too. Um, so immediately after they get out of the truck, they're, they're accosted by this, this group of drunk people, <laughs> who uh, refer to them as uh, Romeo and Juliet? They refer to Bill and Joe. Is that seeing as right, they yeah. apparently are, are tuned into? The hot gossip around town.
1: Yeah, they're like, oh, here comes Romeo and Juliet. A lot like those uh, two guys in the bar that started yeah. singing the yeah. wedding song when he came in. Yeah,
2: I, I wrote down, everyone in Mystic sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, There's a lot of absurd ball busting,
0: it seems, in this town. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's of... really
2: like they're out there and they're like, "Yeah, cuck. <laughs> <laughs> they're
0: just You're waiting cuck, for the next you know. victim to walk by. Yeah. So they're like, hey, you, what's oh, your dirty man. laundry?
1: I hate that that reminds me of, like, uh, you know, media in a little bit.
0: Yeah. But, uh, well, that bar looked just like the Plumstead. It was like yeah, interior. Yeah, exactly.
1: You go into these like familiar places, everybody knows everybody, and everybody knows something weird about somebody, you know, I recognizable. I
2: think that bar differed from the Plumstead in that it was more like theatrically grimy and less real grimy. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, yeah. But everybody, I,
0: have, uh, I was thinking everybody knows each other in the sense that it's a Julia little... Roberts immediately walks up to that older dude like, hey... You winning, honey, and the way she says it, real whispery, and it's like, oh, you banged that dude too, because yeah. that's yeah, you must have.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she like oh, she like almost puts her head on his shoulder, like uh, you know. Well, <laughs> I, I also heard like I thought
2: I heard uh, who's buying drinks, uh, like they were just immediately leveraging that. I, I wasn't sure but, if that was one
1: of them that said uh, that. I think I mean, that was
0: Julian Roberts too. Like who's yeah. buying?
1: Yeah, she comes in, she's like, who's buying? Throws her jacket down, puts her head on this guy's shoulder, and she's like, you winning, honey.
0: And he was pretty gruff with her, which means that she left it kind of probably not on great terms with him.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Or maybe he isn't winning, and he's just real mad.
0: True.
2: Yeah, that was her own ball-busting going on. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like, uh, he just started crying
1: and doing
0: hands. You know I never win, Julia.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My first note here is uh, Bill is grabby. Because uh, they pull up to the bar in uh, Bill's truck, and when they get out, he just, like, starts, like, creeping up behind Lily Taylor. And he just starts, like, grabbing her rib cage in, like, a really weird, like, spidery hands kind of way. Mm-hmm. Which, like, he did earlier And like... <laughs> well, they're young. They're young people. Yeah, but he, he's... he's he, I think he's gonna get uh, a lot more grabby a little later on. I was uh,
2: cringing the other day because I was thinking about, like, uh, dating in high school. Uh, <laughs> did, did anyone else go and just, like, make out at the mall?
0: I was in, told that as a 13 or 14 year old that you gotta go make out at the mall, but I totally refused to do it and did not kiss I, anybody I some, until uh, I was in college. I did so,
2: some making out like in the I'm hallways of the top school top of and like at, in the mall. It was like really. I'm sorry. I just want to apologize to a lot of people that had to witness that. <laughs> I did not do stuff TDA. like that. Like
1: you know how you're supposed to go to the movies and like make out with people at the movies and mm, stuff. Mm. Like I think I had a lot of opportunities to do that, but I was like watching a movie that I wanted to pay attention to. Yeah, like, oh, man. Like if I'm gonna make out with you, it's gonna be like on my couch in the basement. <laughs> not like uh, not like while well, I you know paid twelve dollars to see this movie I want to see.
0: <laughs> it wasn't that much then, though. It was it's like, like seven
2: fifty, but inflation
1: <laughs> was like the same. You know that money would be worth what the current price would be today. I remember. Um, I think it was like during high school, the price went from like six fifty for a movie ticket to like way up to like nine fifty. It mm. was a
0: quick. There was a quick transition yeah, somewhere and in there. I, was I like, remember Whoa, being shocked.
1: What, like. what is happening to the world? Uh huh. But now wow. it's like uh, I can get up towards sort of like uh, oh. especially with the three D glasses and 18 stuff, bucks and stuff like that. Hold on, my dad's calling me. Shut up, Dad. (laughs) I'm recording a podcast, Dad.
2: (laughs) Uh, So in the bar, which is a a lively (laughs) sort of place, they're playing pool, and there's uh, music playing. Uh, Now, uh, the song just repeated the word serious a lot. Now, I tried to get Siri to identify it. Serious. And uh, she was unable to, and... uh, Okay, so the, the guy who wrote the song, is called Steve Tyrell. And Mm -hmm. the reason that Siri wasn't able to identify it, from the best I can tell, is because I think this song was specifically made for this movie.
1: (laughs) Like, because that's what he does. High budget. Right. Yeah, It's like the rap song at the end of a movie where they're just talking about what the characters do.
0: Yeah, Like,
2: deep That's how it ends. Yeah.
1: So, so, yeah, no, that's not that
2: interesting, actually. But, like, I don't know.
1: Well, uh, we should uh, we should look up the lyrics to this song.
2: It sounded very plausible, like a song of the era, right? They, they didn't they feel like, like paying lyrics. the copyrights See, to get a just, real like,
0: song of the era, so they were like, "Let's just write, let's just call up somebody's boss or whatever and get them to write a lame song that sounds." like, okay, right. <laughs> or the
1: it's, 80s or whatever. It's just like they, they, they sent Steve Tyrell, like, a synopsis of the movie in, like,
2: eight <laughs> he sentences. <was> inspired. <laughs> well, you know what Steve Tyrell is probably best known for um, while I'm looking up to see if I can find lyrics? He was involved in the writing of uh, Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head from Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Really? Oh. Yeah, so he won, uh, or, like, I guess his team of musicians won, I guess you would call that a band. <laughs> um, they won an Oscar for that, is my oh. understanding.
1: Oh, well, they got Well,
2: off.
0: yeah, so he was the go-to guy for, "Hey, we need a song that sounds appropriate in a few scenes here. Like, what do you got for us?" Yeah. And he pitched he pitched. <laughs> he was that like,
1: one. He was like, "Why do you hear this? It's just the word serious over and over again."
2: But Wait, because I'm write- really
1: serious about writing the song for this movie. <laughs>
2: He might have written Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is this guy, like, a hundred? Uh, yeah. His, his... I mean, like, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid came out in, like, what, 67 or something yeah, like that? Yeah, so
1: it seems like this guy would already be in, like, his 60s when he did this for Mrs. Pizza. <laughs>
0: these were his twilight years. This was, yeah. This was towards the end. This, this was his swan
1: song. Yeah. Like, I was very serious. <laughs> he also wrote something called...
2: <laughs> for everything I wrote. He wrote something <laughs> called Everybody Wants to Be a Cat. Oh, from uh, from Aristocats. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, okay. uh,
1: Thomas O'Malley sings it. So
2: this guy is right? uh, a seasoned veteran that just we haven't heard of because yeah maybe they we're... don't accumulate into like a body of work or anything. Maybe we
1: should be taking this guy a little bit more serious. this Stephen Tyrell, that's his name, right? Uh, yep, Steve Tyrell, like the Tyrell Corporation. All right. Well, uh, you know, moving on to some other things in this minute, they uh, so they pull up to the what's called the Peg Leg Pub. And uh,
2: you think it's a pirate themed kind of place?
0: I don't they think like it's to like. Think of themselves as pirates, I'm sure. But I don't they're really just gnarly fishermen.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna say the theme of this bar is uh, whatever. Uh, whatever neon lights came with, like uh, came from like uh, beer distributors that like <laughs> sent them kegs over. <laughs> hey, but
2: on the topic, of, like it probably is more fishing themed the name. But like, what is it with uh, working at sea and losing limbs? Are they getting tangled up in ropes? Like, have what's happening? Have you seen
0: the deep sea, the, the the fishing show with the crab, the deadliest catch? No, I, um, I have not seen the because deadliest it, catch. If you watch one episode, you'll figure out real quick how many things are flying around and like slamming that weigh tons of weight. Yeah, they absolutely get like pulled overboard and their arm
2: just goes with it. And... I guess most of my boating experience is more of like the kayaking variety. Yeah. So right. you're not <laughs> like going to get like caught boat. in a storm
1: on any kind of <laughs> no, boat. You, you're you, be you might be
2: like, oh no, a snapping turtle bit me. <laughs> <laughs> like that's more the kind of injury. No. Oh, oh no,
0: my schooner is run aground or something.
1: Mm. I hear they pack a punch, snapping turtles. Oh yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, so they're at the Peg Leg Pub, which in real life is called Zach's Bar and Grill. And it's uh, apparently still around. Uh, It was originally a trading post on the Pawtucket River... Connecticut, and uh, it's <laughs> still open to this day. But uh, the person who wrote this article said it was closed when they went to go check it out. So Aww. there wasn't too much about Zach's Bar and Grill. It's uh, located at 201 North Main Street in Stonington, Connecticut.
2: Now, Stonington is that near Mystic, or are we?
1: Yeah, that's all near there? Mystic. It's all along like uh, the Mystic River and the Pawtucket. So if River. it is still
2: there, like when we oh, do 95. eventually go up there for like the finale of the show, mm-hmm. which we just keep building up at this point. Um, Maybe that'll be on, you know, part of our
1: circuit there. Yeah, I, I would ab- absolutely love to visit Zach's Bar and Grill, and you know, go drink in Mystic and, and stuff just like just talk
2: that. to a bunch of confused drunk people about, like, you know, Mystic Pizza. Part of Mystic Pizza was shot here,
1: <laughs> and, like, and they'd yeah. just be like, "What?" <laughs> be what if like, if "Get out of our town, hipsters." <laughs> what if
0: there's already like a plaque on the wall, like, "Here stands the location of there's Peg just a
1: Leg statue. Pub. Yeah, and like somebody drew like a penis on it. Because they're like, fuck that stupid movie (laughs) People keep coming here And talking about that movie And now these guys show up with a fucking microphone
2: Yeah, there's probably like regulars at that bar And stuff, they've probably seen it all yeah.
0: The, do you think it would be the equivalent of if people showed up at Sligo and Media for that random Netflix movie? Oh my god, movie? that
2: random Netflix movie. Wait. What the hell was that called? Oh,
1: I watched slow. that entire movie. You yeah, watched that entire I did movie? Too. I watched that entire movie. I, I, I like, was like, I'm, through it.
0: I'm, I'm okay with this, I guess. This is just so bizarre. but yeah. It was yeah. like, what, like slow For people that don't know what or... we're talking
2: about, It's there was a, a really low-budget romantic comedy kind of thing shot in Media, Pennsylvania, which many of us sort of hail from.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, I forget what it was called. It was called, like, White Gloves or something. <laughs> you
2: know, <laughs> I mean, uh, I Silver like Linings s- Playbook was shot around here. Yeah. Yeah, Upper Darby, the right? Lanark- there there Lanark could be, Lanark. like, a Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, my God, we should... If there's a Silver Linings Playbook minute, we should encourage that to happen, and then whoever does it...
1: They'll come visit. Oh, a us. crossover episode! Yeah, yeah, We should just like put the word out there, like, "Hey, is anybody doing a, a Silver Linings Playbook minute?"
2: Yeah, I would, I would totally listen to a Silver Linings Playbook
1: minute. Yeah, somebody should maybe do that. I think and that then, would
2: be really popular.
1: And then have us Probably on as guests be. because we know a lot about <laughs> Upper Darby. But um, no, no, no. The, the the movie that was shot in media, I was watching it one day, and like, I it was a really it, I wouldn't call it a bad movie, but it was like a it was like a cheesy, cheap romantic comedy. But I had to watch the whole thing because I knew all the places that they were at. And it just seemed to be a movie about these two people who never left this one, like, quarter-mile stretch of road in media. Because <laughs> it was, like, one scene, they were at, like, the ice cream shop. And then the next scene, they were at the building next to the ice cream shop. And then the next scene, they were in, like, you know, the, the town square them. where and the chessboards are. And they were in are.
2: Buckley's apartment. Yeah, and then
1: they were in Buckley's apartment. <laughs>
0: I felt that movie got a little too real because of that. Because I lived on State Street when I watched it. And I was like, what if I never leave? What yeah. if I'm in my, like, yeah. 30s trying to meet somebody, at uh, some fake slide?" It'd Sligo. be great if you were just
2: in the background <laughs> of one of those scenes and didn't
1: know it. Uh,
0: I wanted to be. I don't know how that got through filming without... I didn't even know it was a thing until it was on. I was, um, called, what is it called,
1: though? It's really annoying. I forget what it's called. We'll, 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 we'll get it I we'll
2: was, talk uh, about it next minute. I was one, like... <laughs> Like, PA with a clipboard away from appearing in the background of Silver Linings Playbook. They they were filming out at the uh, the Lansdowne Theater, and I was trying to walk to the Wawa, because I wanted to get cigarettes, and I was stopped by, uh, I'll call him a boy, with, <laughs> with, a, uh, with a clipboard, and he was like, uh, excuse me, are you one of the extras? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and he was like, well, you can't come through here, and I was, I kind of wish I had been like, uh, well, no, I am an extra. Like like I have like a, a motivation. Yeah. I'm, I'm guy going to Wawa to get cigarettes.
1: <laughs> you should have pulled <laughs> out your wallet two. and like showed your ID, like, yeah, I'm an extra, see? <laughs> see if that works. Uh what was I gonna say? Oh no, but uh no, when there was filming that um uh, media movie, I was uh I was at uh Diego's uh, that Mexican uh, place in Media, PA, and I was meeting up with somebody there, and uh, she pulled up uh, in front of Diego's, and then got real mad when she was like uh, asked to leave because they were filming a scene from that movie. Oh yeah! And I was like, ah, that's funny. You know, she was real mad, so she came in, and then we like watched like uh, like a camera crew go by, like filming those people, and I was okay. like, oh god, I almost yelled something like, get out of my town. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, definitely, this will like
2: all that. be really interesting <laughs> to people that live in media. Sure.
0: Media <laughs> pops up in so many things. It's fun.
2: I, I, was, it's I saw fun of, every
0: time. It's like, oh, look.
2: <laughs> I was reading uh, like uh, a book review of this like conservative, like post apocalyptic thing that was like anti Obamacare, right? <laughs> and so the premise of the book is like all the doctors in the world are like out of business because of Obamacare, and like this guy has like a sick daughter, and he has to get her to this like ship where, like, the last hospital is, right? <laughs> and uh, and I think most of that book is set in media. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, God.
0: oh, It must be because, was it, like, written right after the FBI headquarters thing in media? Like, 1971?
2: No, no, this was, of, I mean, Obamacare. No, I, oh, right, I right.
0: Was it actually Obamacare? It was literally Obamacare. Some weird Like, the word like,
2: Obamacare dystopian. is in the description of this dystopian future. They're like, <laughs> due to Obamacare, like, everyone is dying, you know?
0: So that guy must he must live Death there. Death panels ring.
2: Right? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I looked at him he, he totally does. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, so
1: uh, I have uh, just a couple more notes for this minute. Um, uh, remember, like I was saying before, uh, who Bill's uh, groomsmen were, mm-hmm. like when they were getting married, and I predicted that we were never going to see those actors again. Oh. And I think uh, at least one of them is in the truck with Bill and JoJo and uh. Daisy when they pull up. And uh, I think he, we're about to see the other groomsmen in Bill's uh, wedding in the next minute. Now, How much money had we bet on that? I don't know if we bet money <laughs> on that one, but I think it's uh, a little bit too late for that. So uh, like, um, I was trying to look up who the groomsmen were, and I could only really find uh, one of them. I think his name is John Fiore, and uh, I put Bill's friend, question mark. And, uh, John Fiore was in Meet the Parents and Law and Order, but we'll get more into that if we see him in Law and Order. Yeah. And, yeah, that actually led me to the next question I want to ask. How many people in Mystic Pizza do you think are also on Law and Order? Because uh, every time I look somebody up who is on Mystic Pizza, it says, like, you know, 35 episodes of Law and Order. Are you expecting this to be an informed
2: guess, or is this more the guess the number of jelly beans in the jar kind of
1: thing? (laughs) Uh, put the two
2: together, and that's where I'm at. I'll, I'll say 12. Twelve people in this movie have been in Law and Order.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, I'm gonna go with eight then, just a little less, but still a considerable number.
1: Right. Um, an uh, was Lily Taylor in Law and Order? Do you think? Probably. Yeah, wasn't she from like The Haunting? It, I wouldn't put it. I know. Uh, I think really.
0: she was a hundred percent because was like she absolutely was on SVU because I remember her face and being like, "It's that lady." I always remember her face, but I never know her name.
1: Yeah. yeah. What was she in? Where she played like uh like a schizophrenic. Uh, who's being like interrogated, I think, and she had like multiple personalities and stuff. That might have been like a Law and Order type show.
0: I think that could. I think that might.
1: That's not ringing any bells. It does.
0: It does kind of sound like that Law and Order. But uh, one, so.
1: I'll look that up definitely for the next minute. But yeah, just every time I look somebody up from this movie, it turns out they're also in Law and Order. So uh, that's about every all.
2: time you look somebody up in the phone book, it turns out that they were in Law and Order. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: But uh, do you have any more notes on you, Caitlin?
0: Um, oh, I, I am curious about that young, fresh-faced yuppie that walks in at the end there. I, yeah, I he's really... got the
2: slicked-back hair. He looks like a, like a villain in like a Revenge of the Nerds movie.
0: He's <laughs> got a little bit of like a bad boy look, but also he's super rich, probably, mm. and Julia Roberts is going to hone right in on that yeah, guy. He's... She wants to get out of Mystic.
2: And right when he comes in, there's a sign above him that says, Beware of trains.
0: So. <laughs> so don't get hit by this guy's charm. Yeah,
2: no, like definitely
1: maybe a little bit of foreshadowing there. Yeah, I looked that up uh, that guy up just a little bit. He's only in it for like a second, so I didn't do too much on him, but uh apparently that's Adam Stork. Um <laughs> what his real name is.
2: Oh, I remember that name from the opening credits.
1: Yeah, he was in the opening credits and he's the, he's definitely I'm not like 100% certain, but he's the guy who's in the Porsche that Daisy sees oh,
2: in the beginning oh, of this movie. Man. Just Rich this bad boy solving themselves yeah, likes
1: to I race just...
0: around the suburbs sometimes yep. on vacation with his yuppie family
1: <laughs> in this
0: sleepy waterfront town.
1: In the sleepy town of Mystic. <laughs> all right, well, uh, that's all the notes I have for today. Um, thank you all for listening to Mystic Pizza Minute, and thank you, Caitlin, for showing up on our show about the movie Mystic Pizza.
2: Thanks for having me. Yeah, and you'll be back with us next episode, so uh, stick around, folks.
1: Yeah, uh, theme song and music by Bungler. Our producer is Steve Richardson. That is about the end of minute 15. (laughs)